This episode is brought to you by Dude Robe. Guys, are you sick and tired of the old department store robes that cost hundreds of dollars and look like something from the 19th century? We get it. That's why we partner with Dude Robe. What's a Dude Robe? Well, I'll tell you. Every Dude Robe comes with a premium hoodie material on the exterior, a super comfy towel-lined interior for enhanced drying, a permanently attached belt so you ain't gonna lose it, deep pockets to hold all your many gadgets on the inside and the outside, non-floppy arm cuffs so you ain't gonna look like you flapping when you get out the shower, matching shorts and pants options so you get the full fit, and it basically looks cooler than any other robe you've ever worn. Coming hot off their Shark Tank appearance, Do Robes sold out robes on Good Morning America within five hours. But fear not, they got a fresh stock of robes ready to go exclusively for the What Are We Doing podcast listeners. Yup, that's y'all. Ready for this? Head on over to DoRobe.com and check out their line of robes, shorts, loungewear, and more. And then, when you're ready to check out, use promo code WAD, W-A-W-D, for an additional 20% off. Did you hear me? W-A-W-D at checkout for an additional 20% off. Hey, step up your locker room game and get a Dude Robe. DudeRobe.com, promo code W-A-W-D at checkout. Gets you 20% off. Dude Robe, men's luxury hood bath robes. Get at me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and boy, oh boy, we're back, baby. We're freaking back. Listen, did I want to record this episode in Mexico? Yes. Did I not have time? Yes. Is it okay? No. Is this episode late? Yes. But fear not, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a good episode. It's gonna be a great episode. I've been really, really, really wanting to record this now for the last couple of days. There goes my phone. It's all good. Listen, the last week has been absolutely insane. I had every intention of coming on this podcast, episode 38, here today and talking fully about the wedding. We all know, if you know what wedding I'm referring to, you know what wedding I'm referring to, okay? Best, best man speech of 2022, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, okay? Here we go. So... Listen, yeah, I have to, listen, we got to talk to some people first. We got to talk to uh, some professionals. We've got to talk to some uh, uh, past and uh, present now. We got to talk to old and new family members uh, about it. And uh, that's what I was trying to say. And we've, I just got to clear it with some people and uh, reinsurances and stuff like that. So it's probably going to be a bonus episode. As long as I can convince the right people to sign off on it, there will most likely be a bonus The Wedding episode um, for Morgan and Christina's wedding. Here's the last thing I'll say, and we'll hop off it. Congratulations, Morgan, Christina, Perf. You guys are beautiful, and uh, we, we had a great time. It was perfect, and congratulations. I'm tearing up already, let alone the bonus episode. So did you hear that in my voice? Like, there's a tear running down my cheek. So if you want more of that for like an hour straight, let's get this bonus episode done. Maybe we'll drop it on Patreon. I don't know. Once we get approval for it, the wedding, dude, it was perfect. I mean, our time in Mexico couldn't have been better. 
Um, you know, there were some bumps, there were some bumps, but other than that, I mean, it was just, it, it was great. It was great. And it was the first time that we like left Ollie. First time Megs and I left Ollie in a minute. Um, we've left him for a night or a couple days here and there, but never 3000 miles to another country. We've never left our son in another country. Uh, so <clears throat> that was rough. That was rough. It hit Megs and I, I mean, it hit me on day two. I, I don't know where Megs was, but I mean, I was the, the alcohol that they provided on the resort obviously brought out every single emotion in me the whole time I was there. So, I mean, we were at freaking uh, where were, we were at dinner at one of the restaurants and I'm freaking crying over cheesecake because I miss my son. Like that's how, that's where we were at pretty much the whole time. But I mean, we had a blast. So yeah, dude, leaving your kid in another country, don't advise. Okay. Don't advise. But if you have to do it, listen, it was a great getaway. He had a blast. He hung out with freaking Emma the whole time and apparently was the most perfect precious angel child that you could ever imagine. I mean, going out to eat with no high chair, never does that with us. Getting his diaper changed in public, never does that with us. Uh, you know, holding Emma's hand and walking through the grocery store, doesn't do that with us. You know, just a whole list of bullshit that we've been trying to get our son to do for the last three years. He just did with her while we're off in a different country somewhere in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? So that's fun. Um, but we, we had to drive. So we had to drive down to the airport and... Megs hates, uh, Megs hates when I drive. Her anxiety goes through the roof. Uh, it's absolutely insane. My wireless mouse isn't working. I can't control. Damn it. So we had to drive to the airport, right? From unfortunately where we're at Harrisburg, they don't fly out of there. Our airline preferred choice doesn't go there. So we got to fly. We got to drive like an hour and a half. So we're driving down at night. We're going to spend the night. So that way we can just hop on an early flight in the morning and get there as soon as possible. Megs hates when I drive. Okay. Her anxiety is already at a like nine out of 10. So when I'm driving, which is 99% of the time, <laughs> her anxiety goes from nine out of 10 to about 14 out of 10. Okay. Through the roof. We'll call it. Um, but it goes through the roof for exactly two reasons. One, I'm the best worst driver. Okay. Justin will agree with Megs who will agree with me right now that I'm the best worst driver. Let me explain. Daddy hasn't had an accident in 15 years. No one has died. No insurance claims have been filed. But I cause anxiety when I drive because there's always a 1% chance that we won't ever crash. <laughs> I mean, I'm up people's assholes. I'm slamming on brakes. I'm not paying attention. Megs has literally saved our family's lives multiple times over the last five years by not driving and actually paying attention because she'll say like, Hey, are you breaking? And I'm like, not so yeah, yeah, yeah. no <clears throat> best worst driver. And she's not in control. Trust me. We're talking about it. Jesse's on it. We're working it all out. Okay. Here's the kicker. Megs 
is a way more angrier driver than I am. In 15 minutes from the goddamn house, she laid on the motherfucking horn three different times to three different drivers for three different reasons in the matter of 15 minutes. Like fucking shit. She's insane. But for whatever reason, my driving gives her anxiety. So now I've developed an anxiety disorder. Uh. Oh. Speaking of which, so let's go back. Let's go back even before we left. The day we're leaving. Was it the day we're leaving? The day we were leaving, I'm almost positive. I freaking get a new, a third TV. Remember two episodes ago, I said I was done buying TVs. I said, Ollivander has broken one, two TVs now. I ordered a third, and this was my last one. I get this third out of the box and I've already got a freaking $300 screen protector flying in from uh, Germany. Okay, this is serious shit. It just came yesterday. Uh, I get it out of the box. The fucking panel is cracked. So now I'm down three TVs in the span of 18 months. Okay? I immediately and calmly, listen... I may have mediumly punched something, okay? No bruises, but I might have punched something. I gently put it back in the box. I called Best Buy customer service. Todd answered the phone. I said, hey, Todd, here's what's going on. We've got another one. It's broken. You guys shipped it to me. I just opened it. This one was not my fault. It's broken. What are we doing? He said, sir, take it back to the store. They'll give you a brand new one. No worries. No bing, bang, bada, bam. I get to the store. No one's there to help me. I stand at the front kiosk thing because I have a big fucking 55-inch screen TV with me, and I know from working at Best Buy and the procedures that happen there, you have to check any item in at the front. They stamp it just to make sure you didn't steal it or tell you where to go, just to make sure you don't cause any alarms in the Best Buy security field. So no one's there. I'm standing there for five minutes. One, two, three employees the fourth employee even dropped a clipboard off at that stand. All four of them walked past me and didn't say a goddamn word. So I dragged the TV over to the TV uh, se- section. Little buddy standing there, gets off his phone and says, oh, hey, can I help you? I said, I have this TV. No one's helping me. I need to exchange it for a brand new one. You shipped it to me broken. He says, oh, you have to go over to customer service. Back where I was? Is that where customer service is? Back where I just came from? Yes, sir. Yep, it's right over. Yep, right over there. Back where I came from. Okay, here we go. So I dragged the fucking TV across the carpet in Best Buy. He says, do you need help with that, sir? And I yell back, nope, I got it. So I dragged the TV. I now have to wait in line 
of 20 people. Fucking grandma with her screen protector that she can't install. The 45-year-old couple who's debating on getting an insurance plan for their new Galaxy S21s that they got for free with their new Verizon plan. Or the guy, you know, who's exchanging his AirPods because he can't really afford them. So I got to wait in line through all that bullshit. So I'm dragging this 55-inch screen TV. I get up to the cash register and I tell this guy, look, here's my phone number. Look up my receipt. Exchange this TV for an exact new one. Get it done now. Thank you. He said, yes, sir. He said, what's your phone number? I give it to him. He said, okay, Mr. McCurdy, I have it right here. They had it out. It was done in five minutes. When you tell people what you want directly, you get what you want directly. If I would have walked up there and said, ah, oh, this TV's broken. Can you exchange it? He would have been, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe, probably, I doubt it. No, I told him what I wanted and he gave me what I wanted. I got the new TV. It's up on the wall. It's the shittiest fucking TV. It's like two, I get, it's $200. The screen protector from Germany that's on it costs more than the fucking TV. Is <laughs> this bullshit. Ollivander needs to put me in the nicest. I don't even want to go in a home. When I'm 85 years old and it's up to Ollivander to do something with his father... He needs to put me up in a fucking Playboy mansion somewhere in Los Angeles, California for $15,000 a goddamn night until I pass away. Because that's the shit I do for him. Three, four, four TVs in 18 months. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. But I mean, dude, he's my son and I love him. Uh, love him so much. I mean, as soon as we got back, we ha unfortunately had to take him to school, but I mean, he was just ecstatic to see us. Um, and then <clears throat> he, he, uh, uh, came from school, had a, a great day at school. And then we took him straight to monkey Joe's and that dude just jumped and bounced in those inflatables for like two hours. Um, and dude, so like now he's three, as I've mentioned, and let me just do 2019, the year, <clears throat> the year he was born, right? Here's how 2019 went for me. Ready? Listen to this. January, Megs is pregnant. February, still pregnant. And then we find out, okay, last day of February, we're going in. We're getting him out. So... <clears throat> So we're going in, we're getting him out, February 28th, that's the date. So he's born the last day of February. And then in, uh, let me see. Yeah, yeah. I had eight days. <clears throat> I had eight days with my son. After the eighth day, my son was alive. This is the list of dates that Sparks Entertainment had. And let me just let me just pre-preface this list. This list almost cost me my relationship with multiple people, my son, uh Justin and everything he had. I mean, this year was insane. And remind you, each one of these dates comes with a 12-hour DJ, photography, video, photo booth set 
sometimes just one, sometimes just three, sometimes all four, and sometimes it's all four with just Justin and I. Here's what our 2019 roster looked like. And I thank every one of you for making this happen because it taught us so much. Here we go. March 2nd, March 8th, March 9th, March 23rd, March 31st, April 6th, May 3rd, May 4th, May 5th, May 19th, May 18th, May 25th, May 31st, June 1st, June 1st, 2 on June 1st, June 6th, June 8th, June 15th, June 22nd, June 23rd, June 28th, June 29th, July 6th, July 26th, July 29th, July 16th, August 24th, August 31st, September 7th, September 14th, September 18th, September 21st, September 28th. October 5th, oh, to October 5th, October 5th, October 5th, October 6th, October 12th, October 13th, October 18th, October 19th, October 19th, 2 on October 19th, October 26th, October 26th, 2 on October 26th, October 27th, November 2nd, November 9th, November 9th, 2 November 9th, November 30th, December 5th, December 16th, December 17th, December 18th, December 24th, and December 31st. 2019, we did, we did over like 55 weddings and events. We were gone every weekend in 2019. Like that into perspective alone. Meanwhile, my son's just born. Justin's son is one years old. Everything else going on in the world. I'm working on top of that, a full-time job with Meg's working part-time, full-time jobs. Like, we vacationed somewhere in there. I went on, like, a three-day conference someday. Like, there was no breathing room in 2019. We almost said, thank God for 2020. Almost. I'm not, not officially, but almost said, thank God for 2020. Like, oh my goodness, I can't even breathe thinking about it, dude. 2019, what a nightmare. I mean, I appreciate the shit out of it because my son was born and it was great, but you guys know what I'm saying. Woo! Dude, let's talk about this uh, teacher. This teacher was fired. This teacher was fired uh, for saying... Teacher fired... For saying I need a new butt. Teacher fired for saying I need a new butt. An elementary school administrator in Mississippi has said he was fired for reading I Need a New Butt, a humorous children's book about bottoms as a classroom for seventh graders. Dude, here's what happened, okay? It was read across America or read aloud or, or something, some like national day to read to students, right? Because we need to read to the kids. It's, it's a thing. That's what everyone does. We got to read to the kids. You don't read to the kids. They don't learn new words and they don't learn how to ask questions. We got to read to the kids. So what does he do? He's on Zoom because they're still teaching on Zoom. They should be fired for that shit. Hey, you're fired if you're still teaching on Zoom. Like, what are we doing to the kids? So now he has to teach on Zoom, not to mention on Zoom, for 200 kids. 200 seventh, six, second, grader, sec, second graders. Yeah, second graders. 240 kids on this Zoom call, okay? 
He he's scrambling. Shit. I need a book. It's National Read Week or whatever the fuck. I got to get a book. Got to get a book. Oh, here's my son. He's six years old. He's got a book. Here's a book. It's called I Need a New Butt. Okay? And do you know what it's about? It's a picture on the screen. It's about a little boy who discovers his butt crack. And because it's a crack, he thinks it's broken. So he needs a new butt. So he goes and gets pants. He gets pants. He gets pants to try to hold his butt together. He gets like, you know, bulletproof pants. He gets stainless steel pants. He gets, you know, checkered pants. And then at the end of the book, he realizes we all have butts and we're all human. Right? You get it? And so an hour later... He's getting a call from, you know, the board, the board of directors, because schools, for whatever reason, have to have a board of people who tell what the school people in the school do to do. Uh, And they said, hey, bro, you're out for like two weeks. We can't have you doing this shit. We found out. Listen, we know what you did. We know what you did. Okay, and it's done. We don't even need to talk about it. We're not even going to bring it up. It's done. We know what you did. And it was dirty, and you know it was wrong. You're out for two weeks, then you can come back. Then a couple more students' parents called in, because out of the 240, there's about three students' parents who are a bunch of fucking bitches. And so another phone call came in from a fourth set of bitch-ass parents that said they didn't really like it. So then the teacher got another call and said... Hey, man, you're fired for reading the book, I Need a New Butt, to our second grade students. In a letter, Price to the superintendent reportedly called the book inappropriate, pointing the reference to flatulence and nothing it dis... In a letter to Price, the superintendent reportedly called the book inappropriate, pointing references to flatulence and noting that it described butts in various colors, shapes, and sizes. As example, fireproof, bulletproof, bombproof. We can't talk about farts, people. You cannot talk to second graders about farts. If it's about farts, it's out. You're fired, dude. Get out! And if you have a fireproof, bulletproof, or bombproof butt, dude, you're also out. Get him out. I don't want my son learning about bulletproof butts. I don't know what that means. And I definitely don't want my son learning about it. Ah, man. What a world we live in. What a world we live in. Uh, he's fighting it. He's fighting it. I think they're going to court or uh, something. There's a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit happening. Uh, listen. Listen. Pete Davidson, he's done. He's done. He's done with yay. And guess what? I'm done too. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know anymore. 
about freaking Pete Davidson and Kanye West. All this podcast has become is Pete Davidson and Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and every fucking thumbnail, and I'm done. Even though Kim K is really fucking sexy in that one thumbnail picture I picked like two episodes ago, I'm over it, okay? Uh, Kanye and Davidson were texting. He's like, yo, bro, where you at? I want to fight you. And uh, Davidson like, oh, I'm fucking skeeting in your wife's bed. Okay, that was it. That was the thing. Then Jake Paul comes out and Jake Paul's like, hey, I'll offer you guys 30 million each. Kanye West, Pete Davidson, 30 million each guaranteed. uh, And, um, uh, you know, pay-per-view vice or whatever Jake Paul can offer. Because for whatever reason, for whatever reason, fucking Jake Paul can offer anybody 30 million fucking dollars to fight. But like... Petey McPatterson or whatever the fuck his name is at Barstool Sports can only get like 12 grand. He only gets like 12 grand and he just fought like in UFC Australia. But somehow Barstool Sports can pay Caller Daddy 60 million, but only Patty McPatterson fighter gets 12,000. But somehow Jake Paul can get people 30 million. I don't know how the industry works, but I know it doesn't make sense. Uh, 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 uh. But here's the kicker. Pete Davidson's smart, okay? Pete Davidson's smart because uh, he knows he'll never beat Kanye in, in, in like in, in hand-in-hand combat. I think Kanye would probably take Pete. Who do you think wins that fight? Pete Davidson versus Kanye West? Boxing or like MMA style? Mm, Pete might be faster, but I think Ye has the weight, right? That's how it works. I think that's how it works. Okay. Pete Davidson's smart. So what better way to get away from the whole Kanye situation than uh, to book a flight on Blue Origin? Pete Davidson gets Blue or, uh, Blue Origin flight uh, launch date. Fellow passengers announced too. Pete Davidson's going to space with um, the Amazon guy and his dick-shaped rocket. Put in that clip. <laughs> Okay, no, we moving on. This is another joke. It's a dick rocket. Dude, how, okay. <laughs> how do you think Jeffrey Bezos with a billion dollars goes to space in the most mm, dick, dick-shaped rocket that uh, <laughs> anyone's ever seen? Listen, you look can at look his at his head. Look at, <laughs> I mean, look at his fucking head in this picture next to the rocket. It looks There's just like the it. same thing. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. His head and the rocket look exactly the fucking same. I can't imagine what his looks like. So, okay. Pete Davidson is officially taking off, not just to celebrity status, but to space too, because he's now got a launch date for the next man flight. Uh, that Jeff Bezos sends up into the air. And we have learned who the fellow passengers are as well. Uh, announced uh, was made on Monday. Pete's going to be joining five others on a forthcoming mission, which is scheduled to hit the skies beyond uh, March 23rd. Oh, tomorrow, today. I think it's today. In West Texas. Uh, and it'll be the fourth human flight from Blue Origin. What's that? Okay. <clears throat> it canceled. It's old. It's all. It's done. Okay. So apparently, I wrote this bit like two weeks ago, 
and they canceled Pete Davidson's flight. So all that shit I just said, all that shit I just said uh, is done. It's all done. Um, dude, Rihanna's about to have her baby and rumors, uh, I believe her and ASAP are now engaged. All the pictures, I'll put them up on the screen. I'm pretty sure Rihanna's engaged. And, uh, here's the only question. Um, how is Rihanna flawless even at like eight months pregnant? Like, can you just look at the screen right now? Can you look at the screen right now and tell me what's wrong with anything on this screen? My face this studio, the audio quality, this alcohol, Post Malone. Oh, yeah, an eight-month pregnant Rihanna just fucking, fucking snap like, yes, queen, all over the fucking place. It's every day on Twitter I see a new picture of this chick looking sexy. And, hey, when did, like, dude, she's been a billionaire? Rihanna's been a billionaire? Like where that came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. Uh, apparently Fenty is like this uh, billion dollar shit. So I, uh, you know, hey, go Rihanna. She's been slinging fucking lingerie, makeup and all this shit left and right. And I, I'm here for it. Hey, this one's for you guys to go to the gas stations and the corner stores to get your pipes. It's time to step up your smoke game. What you need is 100% handmade American glass in your life, and that's where our friends at Flight Zone Smoke come in. Head on over to flightzonesmoke.com. They got pipes, water pipes, dab gear, vape accessories, apparel to get you looking right, and so much more. Levi played me. He kept the shirts that they sent, but it's all good because we talked to Brad, the in-house glass blower, and he told us that for our listeners, any order over $50, it's free shipping. And when you go to checkout and put in promo code WAD, that's W-A-W-D, you get an extra 15% off. 15. Come on, guys. Don't miss out on this deal. I know I'm not. I dropped the pipe earlier. It looked back at me and said, what? What'd you expect to happen? I'm indestructible. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to order two more and a shirt. (laughs) Guys, don't miss out on this deal. Head on over to flightzonesmoke.com. Any order over $50 gets you free shipping. And when you put in the promo code WAD, that's W-A-W-D, you get an extra 15% off. Flight Zone Smoke, it's time to step up your smoking game. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have been waiting so long for this. And let me just preface. My schedule for the last couple of weeks has been insane. So first, and this is why this is late, First, I was at South by Southwest. I was at the film festival, South by Southwest. Uh, Casey Neistat's documentary on David Dobrik is one of the greatest films of all time. And I need Netflix to pick it up so we can make that shit go viral. Because if you don't know what's going on with the whole David Dobrik, Jeff Wittick situation, that shit's still happening. And that shit is insane, dude. Um, I fully believe that Jeff Wittick needs to sue the shit out of David Dobrik. Rumors in the Twitter sphere. Uh, David Dobrik uh, is not happy with this at all. (laughs) Uh, And apparently has not talked to Casey in quite some time. Anyways, South by Southwest. I then had the opportunity to stand on the blue carpet and interview quite a few people. So... Here's all I have to say. 
Nicolas Cage is one of the most original motherfuckers on this goddamn planet. This dude has been the number one on top, unstoppable, most gangster, most whatever you want to call him, dude, for years. Okay? We don't have a year without a banger of a smash of a Nicolas Cage movie, okay? Unstoppable, this man. Do you hear me? In this man's lifetime, he has spent... This This is what he's done. Here, here's some of his accomplishments in just in money. We're, we're, we're going to touch on the money first. In his lifetime, he has spent $275,000, and we're going to have some math on the screen, $275,000 on two, not one, nope, nope, not one, two albino king cobras, okay? And he's also spent $150,000 on a squid, like an, like a live squid, like a fucking octopus, that he claims helped make him a better actor. $150,000 on a squid that inspires you to be a better actor. I couldn't think of a better tax write-off. But fuck yeah, I need one to be a better podcaster, dude. I need a $150,000 squid to be a better podcaster. Hit the damn button, hit a button. Listen, he spent $3 million on an island, $450,000 on a Lamborghini from Iran. He got it shipped from Iran. And to top it off, he outbid Leonardo DiCaprio on a real dinosaur skull for $265,000 that turned out to be stolen and he had to return it to the Mongolian government. Did he get his money back? Nobody knows. That's not even all of it, okay? He's owned 15 properties. He's the most expensive being 25 million, so you can do the math there. And then to top it all off, in 2009, he files for bankruptcy and lost just about all of that shit. (laughs) Hey gangster now all of that to say he fucking earned every penny okay every dollar every ounce every penny in that man's bank account he earned it he worked his ass off okay let me attempt to pursue you for a second with some things just listen to the words i'm about to say national treasure Disney Plus series coming soon. Might be one of the best damn Disney movies to ever come out. Half the shit in the movie is probably true. Okay? I'm still looking for the treasure. I know it's out there. Okay? It's probably true. Lord of War. Stolen. Known. Pay by the ghost. The family man. Speaking of ghost. Ghost Rider? If you don't have Ghost Rider 
in your library collection, get the fuck out. Go to Walmart, get to Target, go wherever, Amazon.com, get a copy of Ghost Rider right now. Ghost Rider was my shit. Was the shit, dude. Like my Cat Williams shit. Ugh, I need to watch that movie again right now. Let's not forget, you thought, you thought Iron Man was the first Marvel movie? Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, no. Not Iron Man, baby. Technically Blade. Technically Blade was the first Iron Man, uh, the first Marvel movie. But soon after that, dude, Nicolas Cage and the Ghost Rider was the Marvel movie. Oh, and then... Dude, dude, at the end, dude, when the horse sparks up at the end, when the horse sparks up at the end of Ghost Rider, dude, oh, we need a reboot. Dude, we need a 2024 Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider reboot right now. And let's also not forget the Sorcerer's Apprentice, Left Behind, Next, Prisoners on Ghost Island, pretty sure I said that already, Primal, and then last year, Last year, we get the masterpiece that we're calling Pig. Where he... <laughs> what is it? He beca- Yeah. He become... It's John Wick. It's John Wick over a pig. Some dudes come kill this guy's pig, Nicolas Cage's pig, and then he fucking goes berserk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the description. Living alone in the Oregon wilderness, a truffle hunter returns to Portland to find the person who stole his beloved pig. Oh, they steal his pig. Okay, so the pig finds the truffles because they're valuable. The pig can sniff them out with their snort, and they steal his pig, and he's going to Portland to get the pig. Yup, (laughs) that's it. That's an ollie up. My son, every time he reassures himself because he has autism, he says, it's okay, and then goes, yup. And as the day progresses, um, as the day progresses, the yups get louder and deeper. Um, It's the most adorable thing. Anyways, South by Southwest rolls around 2022. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, I was live on the blue carpet just a mere few days ago, and I had the opportunity to ask this man, Nicolas Cage, word for word, this is what I said to the man. I said, Nicolas Cage, I am a huge fan, and I just have one question. What inspired this outfit tonight? And this is what he had to say. Well, I, I, really, I really like shortbread, and whenever I'm in England, I, I go get a tin can of shortbread, and I was feeling kind of happy, kind of like I was biting into some shortbread. So tonight I wanted to dress like I was a can of shortbread. <laughs> it gets better. Brought out my, broke out my plaid. Actually, I was, I didn't know what I was going to wear, you see. I was, I'm in New Orleans filming and working on the Dracula project. And I was like, I have nothing to wear at South by Southwest. And then I, I walked to Brooks Brothers and they had a plaid suit. I was like, I know you guys do seersucker. I didn't know you did plaid. And I said, wow, I'm going to wear this. And, I'm, and what's more, I'm going to really enjoy that I'm in a plaid suit because I never had one before. So that's why. 
shortbread. 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 Nicholas Cage can do no wrong. Nicholas Cage can do no wrong for shortbread. He can't be canceled. He can't be burned. He can't be left alone. He can't be anything. Go ahead. Try. Go ahead. Try right now. Cancel Nicholas Cage. Go ahead. Make some shit up. Call him racist for shortbread or calling it from England. Whatever. I don't care. Call it. Do something. Do something to cancel Nicholas Cage and watch this man bounce back in two days. You can't cancel Nicholas Cage. Not only is this man inspired by like shortbread, dude, he wears it. He becomes it, okay? He he is shortbread. And I couldn't agree more. And I'm proud to announce I found it. I found the website. I found the company. And I found the suit. The suit cost $1,200, okay? It's a little much. It's a little much for daddy to justify. So here's what I've come up with. I'm revamping my Patreon page, okay? When we first made it, it was shit, it's stupid, no one's signing up for it. I'm going to revamp it before this episode goes live. So as of right now, it is revamped. If I get 100 Patreons, our lowest tier is a dollar. If a dollar a month, support us for a dollar, dude, okay? If I can get 100 of you, to support us for $1 by episode 50 of this podcast. I think this is episode, what, 38? 39? Yeah, this is episode 38. If we can get 100 Patreons for a dollar by episode 50, I will order the suit, and I will wear that suit for every episode until episode 100. I swear to God. I swear to God on my son, if this Patreon gets 100 members by episode 50, please make it happen. You have a dollar, you cheap pricks. Make it happen, please, so I can buy this suit and wear it for the next, for 50 episodes straight. Even Maybe even past that if we keep going, okay? It's $1,200. Nicolas Cage wears it. Please, please, please. Please, get me this suit. (laughs) Okay, uh, last bit, then we're hopping off. This phone number popped up. I think Carlos shared it. Shout out to the 280 Plus podcast. Let's see if we can't go to Google Voice. Google Voice. And let's see, let's call it. So this is what happens when you call this number. It will be on the screen. Oh, did I not copy it? Hold on one second. Cut, maybe? Cut it. Okay. This is what happens when you call. This is a kindergarten project um, for their school. And uh, they, um, just listen. Welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by Westside School. Bienvenidos a Pep Talk, un proyecto creado por los estudiantes de Westside School. Para un mensaje feliz, presiona 5. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. 
If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press 2. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 3. Let's get a pep talk. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press 4. All right, pep talk. You can do it! Keep trying! Don't give up! If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. Let's try that. If you need words of encouragement... When you're feeling mad, you should take three deep breaths and think of things that make you happy. The thing that makes me happy is when and, and I think of happy things will happen in the future, like going to a friend's house or a cousin's house. Bye. Oh. If you're frustrated, just take five minutes off. Yes. If you're frustrated, you can always go to your bedroom, punch a pillow, or cry on it. Or a wall. Punch a wall instead. Outside. If you're nervous, go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream and shoes. Buy ice cream and shoes. If you're mad or frustrated, you can do what you want to do best, or you can do flips on the trampoline. (laughs) If you feel mad, please just do something you like. Do something inspires you. Do something... To make you feel better. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. If you are mad, do something you like, do something that inspires you, and do something that makes you feel better. This has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry for rambling on for so long. Thank you to our sponsors of this week's episode. And I don't know who they are yet, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, wadpod.com backslash links. Listen up. Here we go. We're going to have more coming at you. Maybe the bonus wedding episode and some more guests coming soon, guys. I'm booking them now. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. We'll see you next time, guys. Peace out. Thank you.